Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast. It's been a minute. The world's gone topsy turvy, upside down, literally, since we've been on here. But uh, well, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Eddie Law. My co-host, as always, former Arizona Wildcats corner, number five in your programs. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Shaquille Richardson. How you doing, sir? Yes, sir. What's good with y'all? What's good with y'all? Quarantine vibes. You know how we doing. Quarantine vibes, man. Yo, I bet you're not, not <laughs> good. Now you put that energy out there, Drake's going to make a song called Quarantine Vibes. That's what's going to happen. I'm hey, telling you. It's going to blow up. Yeah, yeah. All right. On today's episode, you can already see, and we have a very special guest, one of the best players in Arizona football history, a U of A Hall of Famer, also number five, Antoine Kaysen. Sir, how you doing today? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. How you doing? <laughs> good, good. So, yeah, uh, real number five. You can have it. Hey, me out. Now we got two number fives on here, right? <laughs> two and, number fives crazy. in here. Yeah, Arizona five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five well, is alive. Uh, yeah. So, Antoine, uh, how? I mean, we'll just kick it off right with it with the quarantine stuff, like. Are you like indoors, like just not moving anywhere? Are you doing anything like essential and all that? Yeah, you know, I'm following the guidelines as much as possible. Um, staying in the house, I, I try and go for a walk. I have a, a nine year old son, so get him out, walk around, come back, eat, been eating in the house. Really following the guidelines as, as, as much as possible, getting quick workouts and just trying to play games in the house and stay sane. <laughs> now it's rough out here. Shaq, what about you, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm following the guidelines too as much as I can. Grocery runs, you know, little essential things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been pretty cool. So I, I actually took all my, all my family to my mom's place. She has like a much bigger place than I do. So I got my sister there, my, my girl, my kids, uh, my mom and her boyfriend. So it's all good. You know, we're just enjoying it going outside it's, it's been very nice actually outside with the sun and everything so you know it take a walk but it's been cool trying to get this over we're trying to follow the rules so it'll be over soon hopefully uh, hopefully and the one thing like you know how everyone talks about sports is an escape to like anything and everything in your own personal life mm-hmm. we don't have that right now no so it's like it's trippy everyone you know i, I mean was- like for example like the nba is doing t- 20 like you know nba 2k tournaments i think i was watching like uh deandre ayton playing uh i forgot who was playing playing somebody else but i was just like dude this is what we resorted to man i watched that i watched that i watched that finals uh lakers that finals Lakers game yeah yesterday right i was watching like it was live like Like like, it was live right (laughs) (laughs) we already know the outcome of the game and we're watching it as if it's (laughs) new i'm hype i'm hype there you go. See now, now you guys. That's an introduction to you guys in uh, in MMA in the fight game. We rewatch fights, know who won, but because we only get an event like once, you know, a week. Right now, none. But once a week, usually, you I rewatch fights like crazy. But yeah, like I was doing the same thing you guys were doing. I was clicking around. I was like, oh, the game's on. All right, cool. Yeah. And uh, my girl sitting next to me. I'm telling her, oh, watch this. Is where Kobe, you know, spin move back, you know, fade yeah. away. She's R. R. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Kobe Bryant. Um, Hall of Famer too. Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. huge. Absolutely. Going into one of the, the, the one of the biggest, if not possibly one of the best Hall of Fame classes ever with uh, Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. You know, throwing some basketball that's, out here. Yeah. Yeah. Some strong real. company. Yeah, <laughs> real, real, real strong. Telling you, man. All right. Um, so Anton, we'll talk, we'll, we'll kick it off here talking talking uh, about your college career. So, you know, U of A football, four years, obviously, you know, freshman through senior year, 15, I think 15 interceptions, three touchdowns. Um Overall, what was your like? How do you feel about your college career? College career was fun, man. I the only I had a great time. Let me start it off by saying that. And 
the experience that I was able to have leaving home, going to Arizona, it wasn't too far, but it wasn't too close. It, it, it gave me an opportunity to, 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 to be out of the house, understand some responsibilities on a different level, um, be able to continue to go to school, meet people from everywhere, create friends from everywhere, be a better teammate, like all of that stuff that you don't have at home, of course, right? Like you, you know, the first time you go to college, there's no one telling you to go home and go to bed. So you learn very quickly how it's going to go. Okay, am I going to start policing myself mm-hmm. or is, is this going to be a quick trip to school? So that's definitely not what I wanted to do. And college taught me that um, you have to discipline yourself a little differently. So I had a great time. The only thing that sucked about it was, is I never got to play in a bowl game. Um, and I not never one. had a. Not one. No, not one bowl game. And I never had a winning season there. So my freshman year, we were three and eight. My sophomore year, we were three and eight. My junior year, we were six and six. And then my senior year, we were five and seven. <laughs> so I never Dang. went to a bowl game, never had a winning season. So, But you had ballers on that team. We had a lot, and our defense was really good. We had a lot of good players. It was just tough putting it together. Um, we went through some offensive coaches. Uh, there was just some things that just didn't line up for us. Um, but, like, it was, a, it was a heck of a time, man. Like, I, I, I won't trade that for anything. Yeah, man. I remember in those days, uh, the talk was, man, Willie Tui Tom and Mike Tom is going to blow it up this year, you know? And, and like, it was the same thing, kind of like, almost like the story of Arizona football. You start off with some hope and then, you know, end of the season, you're like, well, you know, what happened? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and I think about this too a lot when we, when I talk about uh, Arizona football with some guys that I played with early on. My freshman year was Stoops' first year. Um, and when you think about, how different uh, my career and our four years would have been there if some things were just a little different, right? Almost, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can say this, but my freshman year, you know, we we won. We beat NAU. We were 1-0. We lost to a Utah team. They had Alex Smith, Eric Weddle, mm-hmm. um, and some good receivers, right? So that was a little legitimate loss. We were 1-1. One one. We played Wisconsin. Um, we had Wisconsin came in. It was like a monsoon. It was crazy rain, the rain delay, 45 minutes. They were ranked in the country. I think at mm-hmm. the time they were in the top 15, I believe. Um, very, very, very tough game. We lost 10 to nine. Um, and we missed a field goal at the end of the game. It was like a 40 yarder, like in, in, in good Dang. conditions, you would, you would, Make that kick, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was muddy, soggy. So, I mean, that's hard for a kicker. Um, so we missed the kick. We lose the game. You think of that. We're two and one with some confidence, right? Um, then we go. We play We play UCLA. We drop in, in, in LA. We drop maybe three touchdown passes wow. on different drives. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, you know, you're arguably three and one. That's a difference of confidence. That's a difference of the, the, you know, players, coaches, how you call the game, like how you go into a week. Then we went into a bye week. Uh, we come out of the bye week. We're at home. We play Washington State on on ABC. It's crazy. I remember all this stuff. We played yeah, Washington State on ABC. <laughs> I'm listening and to you. Like... 
and and we're you know we're in the game we're winning the games you know this is when arizona was letting us play day games which was the best thing ever that's a different story uh we were playing day games and everyone who came in there it was hot and they could not take it you know and we were like Shoot, we we practiced for this yeah. like this is yeah, yeah this is on the turf yeah, no, everyone was dying. And all the other teams were dying. They have pickle juice. They have all this special stuff, right? And they're still dying. And ABC have the game won. Um, all we need to do is kneel the, you know, kill the clock. So we have a guy hands the ball off. Guess what? It, I mean, it was surreal. The ball, he go, yep, he goes in the, the middle of the pile. The ball shoots straight up in the air. And then it was just like slow motion, right? Like the kid from wow. Washington State just catches it and just there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They go down, score, tie the game up. We go into overtime. We lose in overtime. You're 4-1 and one now. You know what I mean? But yeah. those are the games we lost that changed the first year of when I was there, which I think would have changed. That changes recruiting. You know, that changes – who wants to go there? Stoops mm-hmm. came from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They have a good, they had a good uh, reputation, you know, of course, of winning. Mm-hmm. You have Stoops from Miami. Oh, man, it was, it, that set the state, you know, that was kind of something we talk about, too, that just really hurt us. But that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. I hear it. What, what, what's, your, going, what's up? We've been, going, we've been going through too much of that. Yeah, it's time for her to end, right? right? (laughs) I mean, we're just just waiting for the first to turn the corner finally. The program just turned the corner. Kevin Sullivan comes in, you're like, all right, let's go. But, um, but before we go into that, like, what's your like, if you had to look back at your whole career, what's your favorite memory at U of A? My favorite memory, I mean, of course, the one that just sticks out is the Oregon game, right? They were number two in the country, it was senior night. We've had a rough four years. And, you know, the seniors, the, the, the students, the student section, I mean, was insane. I don't know if I should be saying this, but um, I'm going to say it anyway, right? <laughs> it was the first, it was, it was the, one of the first times I was sitting on the bench. They were so rowdy. The first time I was sitting on the bench, I looked over, I think it was Spencer Larson. I looked over, I was like, hey, man, is it just me or do you smell the alcohol coming from behind us? <laughs> you could smell it. Like, it was like, oh, they're geeked up. That was this it. Game. Hey, my bad. Dog. I, I was in there. I was acting a fool and everything, dude. <laughs> and was I was it. like, man, we got it. That's the moment I, too, I was like, we got to win this game. These, the, 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 them, uh, them behind us, Thursday night football, we got to win, you know? That's so, it. if that, that was probably. The, the the memory that sticks out the most, but the whole four years, man, was it was incredible. I mean, it was a good time, you know. Yeah, and you know, um, what first round twenty seventh overall? Twenty seventh, yeah, twenty seventh to, to the Chargers. Would you? How'd you feel about uh, this being like a a pro? Like, what was that transition like? Yeah, it was interesting, right? Um, you know, at some point, you just know, right? So my junior year. Of course, I could have left and I stayed. Um, so at that point, in my mind, I knew I had the confidence I could play on the next level. That was that was what it is now, right? You, at some, it, it just turns like, okay, sure. I, I I got it. Just don't get hurt, but don't worry about not getting hurt. 
So uh, senior year, going out there playing, and then seeing the projections of like, damn, I can go first round, right? Like, I'm one of the best guys out here. And it was so crazy because the year before, I was the highest rated corner on the NCAA football game. So you just have an idea, right? And you're just like, okay, here we go. Then projections start coming out that it was like, oh, I'm a second to fourth round guy. And it was just like, ignore all of that stuff. Right. So I just kept my head down, worked. And I said, all of these guys that are in college now, you know, that you're, that you're playing against, everyone has to transition. You'll be able to transition from college to the pros because it's not like you're getting that much faster, right? You're, you, you've got some strength. It's just more maturity now. And the precision of the game is where the speed kicks in, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, Shaq, you're that much faster in college in the pros now. Right. It's just that you're understanding the game, and then that helps you play faster. And then now the precision of the quarterbacks putting it on the dime, the receivers running more precision routes. They're not yeah. on scholarship now. They, they're out here to, to eat, you know. Yeah. Um, I just took it as that. And I just said, well, let me just have fun out here and cover people like I normally do and not put too much pressure on having this first-round stigma or needing to be perfect, just make plays. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you, man. So, um, going to the Chargers, I know you you, you special teamed it at first. It was weird for me because I was watching. I was like, oh, man, he's going to start right away and all this stuff. And then they put you in special teams. I was literally like, okay, what the hell is going on? Like, But uh, yeah. you earned your way in there, though. Yeah, for sure. And and, and now I look back at it, too. And it, it it was one of those picks where you had it, it, you had Jammer on one side and you had Cromartie on the other side. Right, you're just not going to mm-hmm. come in right away right. and start, you know? Right. And yeah. so I understood that. And then understanding that the GM picked me because we had Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady all in the AFC. So if you want to get through the AFC, you've got to go through those guys and you're going to need some DB. So yeah. I really wasn't tripping on not starting right away because I was like, well, all these teams go four and five wide, four wides. I'm going to be in the game. So right. special teams is just like, oh, whatever. That's some rookie stuff. Just make plays, make tackles. And when you get in the game, you're really here to play defense, you know. Um, but whatever they're asking you to do, do. So it was a little weird running down on kickoff and punt block and all of that stuff. But, <laughs> you know, that was only a year or two. And then that was it. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you play teams at AZ? Uh, no, all I did at Arizona, well, I was on kickoff, you know, the safety, that's, yeah. that's kind of standard. Warm, warming your legs yep. up. <laughs> and then I was on punt return. I, you know, return kicks and then I was a corner and that was it. Okay. Yeah. You went, uh, uh, you went the chargers to 2012, then the Cardinals, Panthers and Ravens. And I think one of the coolest stories, and I know it's not huge because, you know, you were, you were with the Ravens just for one season, right? Um, yeah. For that, yeah. I believe I, I I I'm I never read about it because I actually look for a story on it. But you took number you you were number twenty three because everybody had number twenty, right? 
Yeah, there was right? no way I was. Yeah, there was no way I was going to do that or even <laughs> ask for that. <laughs> no, I'm like, I don't think so, dude. I ain't having it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was. You know, that that's one of the greatest safeties to ever play. You know, um, especially most of well, almost all his whole his whole career in one place, won a Super Bowl. Uh, there, yeah, there was no way guy come free agent guy coming in. So oh, let me wear that. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, Shaq, right. that's what we have to do with that's what we have to do at Arizona with this five. You can't start just keep giving that out. You see, you see, I put the call in. I put the call in. Then, then, then they gave it to Trey Griffey, and it went, it went, it went wherever it went from there. Yeah, you, and it was the new coaching staff. The new coaching staff. They can't keep it. giving it out. Right, I got it when it was Stoops. So, like after Stoops, I think you know they might have the new the coaching staff after that might you know have not as valued it as much. Right, because Wendell, you know, Wendell Neal, shout out to Wendell Neal. He's yeah. in baseball now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, he was he was holding down the five. He wasn't giving it out I know. too freely. Now, 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 I think, I don't know who got it now. Who got it? Who, who has it now? Yeah, you know too many people. I'm, I'm right. tired of looking at it. Right, I'm tired of looking at it. <laughs> I swear, I'm tired of looking at it. I'm like, who is this? Like, who is this in the fire? Like, he didn't call Twy. He didn't call me. He got to call me. He got to call you for real, but he got to call Right, somebody. right. All right, man, watch out. Someone's going to call you guys. Okay, you guys are going to come hold tryouts for number five. Who's going to have it? Jeez. Nobody. <laughs> nobody, no, right? Nobody. I hear yeah. you. Go ahead. Go ahead hang it up for, for case nine in the back. Go ahead hang it up, man. There you go. I'm saying, right? Anyway, but um, all right, so favorite memory in the pros? Favorite memory in the pros? Oh, man, it was, okay, my, the first one that comes to mind is my rookie year. We went, um, was it my rookie year? Yeah, I believe it was. We went eight and eight, right? We went eight and eight and made it to the playoffs. Yeah, eight and eight. So we were having a bad year. Um, I think that year is when Josh McDaniels went to Denver. Josh McDaniels went to Denver. And they started off at like six and zero, hot, hot, and we came back a little bit uh, for as much as you can come back going eight and eight. But we were on the incline, and Denver started to decline. They started off six and zero. You have sixteen games, you know. <laughs> yeah. You have ten more games. Nobody would have ever thought they would finish eight and eight or anything under eight games, right? So. We start coming back. That's when we beat Tampa Bay, John Gruden. That was, I think that was the deep, the fall that got him, you know, fired in Tampa too. Um, we needed to win the last game against Denver in San Diego. We beat them eight and eight. We're in the playoffs, right? Um, we're in the playoffs and we have a home game. Because if you're a division winner, you get the home game. Whatever. Mm-hmm. There was the AFC South, um, which is, of course, Indianapolis, um, Houston, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. So Tennessee won that division at, I believe it was 11 and three. That was Kerry Collins. And the Colts were 12 and four. They had to come to San Diego in a away game. 12 right? So, of course, 12 and four had to, had to travel. <laughs> so everybody's pissed off ESPN. They shouldn't have a home game. They should change the rule division winner. We were eight and eight. That's giving us no shot, no shot to win. We, we, uh, 
coach and Manning come in. I mean, that was probably one of the toughest games I've played. And in overtime, we won the game. Um, Mike Cyphers, our punter, he knocked like four punts inside the 15 to 10 or something like that. And he was forcing them to just go long fields and they couldn't do it. We were stopped. We were getting stops. We were getting stops. Took it to overtime, won the game. That was that that was the craziest like memory. Yeah, Yeah, beating Peyton. And I mean, winning the division the whole year, winning the division, the GM is publicly blasting us as players. Mm. Our bye week, everybody's job was up for competition. It it was just a crazy year. (laughs) And then to beat them, like that was crazy. To answer you guys' question, number five, one now, sophomore safety, Christian Young. Christian Young. Hey, you got to start balling, Christian. Right, right. <laughs> tap, in, tap, in, tap in. Tap in. Tell Christian Young to tap in. There you go. There you go. All right. So let's talk about this last season, man. It was uh, it was good, bad, and super ugly out of the season, man. Like, we started off 4-1. That Hawaii game, you know, back and forth shootout. You kind of understood that, right? First game of the season and all that. You're like, all right, you know, it sucks. What are you going to do? But then we dropped 65 in the next game on, I think, NAU. Yeah, and NAU, which I know. We, we always beat NAU. But dropping 65, we end up going four on one, going into the um, the Washington game, and then we drop seven in a row. Like, what do you what do you think watching this entire season, you know, unfold? What do you think about that? I, you know, of course, I don't know what's going on, so I don't want to mm-hmm. assume that I know. So mm-hmm. this is just my opinion of it. But when you start off that way and then drop seven in a row. Uh, there's something going on between the coaches and players. And that's just, I mean, once you start losing players um, in your locker room who don't really care to bring it together or circle the wagons, so to speak, there's something seriously going on and that's, that's got to get fixed. So I don't know how you can do that or what happened. But I just, I mean, I didn't like the the the, the, the going back and forth between quarterbacks and. I think what do you, what do you think? Uh, about, you think a QB competition would would have affected that kind of change? Absolutely, because then now you have you. I mean, you've been in locker rooms too, where I, I mean, we're like, dude, just who we going with? Like, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do? Okay, like at even at corner, if Shaq and I were on the same team, like, yeah, we're here to compete. But are you just going to rotate Shaq and I at right corner all game? I mean, can I get into a flow? Can I figure out, you know, can I play my game within the game? Right. Like, what are we doing here? And if this is your guy, are we tailoring our offense to it? Or are we doing what we need to do to to make our uh, proper adjustments? And I didn't see that being done. Yeah, yeah, and then and going into the offseason, you know, we uh, there's, I mean, there's always a coaching change, I and mean, we we uh, we we fired the uh, or <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they fired the DC right, and we picked up Chuck Cecil, who who you thought was gonna be like, oh, you know, let's see what he's got. Well, he's not coming back um to be the DC anymore. Now we have Noel Mazone, and if you know if that's a strange name to most people listening or you know, or watching, it's because I don't think he's ever been a head coach anywhere. I think he's mostly. Uh, he's been receivers coach, offensive coordinator, QB coach. For us, uh, starting this season, he's um, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Offensive coordinator so, and quarterbacks coach. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, as far as that goes, like, w- w- like, w- 
what is a new, and I know you were on the defense side of the ball, but even speaking as a defensive player, changing a coordinator, let's say you're, you're you know, you're a sophomore or whatever, you're used to a certain system, um, changing a, a coordinator, like what kind of challenges does that bring? Changing coordinators for anyone is just always a constant adjustment, right? Because we can all three be on the same staff, right? And you're the offensive coordinator. Shaq is the receiver's coach. I'm the running back's coach. We all have a different philosophy, even though we're on your team, right? We, you're calling the plays and, and, and you have some things that you like to do. But if you're gone and then Shaq now is the coordinator, he's going to have a little nuances that he's some nuances that he likes that the offense and the quarterback is going to have to adjust to. So continuous, continuously changing coordinators is tough um, because they're going to want you to do something maybe a little different here and there that you're just not comfortable with. That's why you see a lot of quarterbacks do very well. Perfect example. I mean, you have, you, you have the Patriots, Tom Brady. You think of that staff. They've been together for 13, 14, 15 years. You know what to expect. You know how to go out there and do what it is you need to do within the offense. So for any side of the ball, it's just tough to continue to change philosophies each time, each year, you know. <clears throat> does, uh, does Stumlin still call the plays? As far as we know, as, well, I mean, I think so. I'm not, I'm not even sure. I've actually researched that before and I couldn't find anything on it. I just know that yeah. the, the OC does. Um, on the defense side of the ball, we actually have a brand new guy. Uh, Paul Paul Rhodes, um, he's he's come through UCLA, Arkansas, Iowa State. He spent a lot of time in Iowa State, if I remember right. But um, again, another change in DC. So Chuck Cecil ain't coming back. We got Paul Rhodes now. So that's you know all the challenges you were talking about. That's going to be for the, all the defensive players now. The defense struggled last year, for sure. big time. And we talked about that a lot, Shaq. Like every game, it was just like the defense. Was, I mean, again, they came out. We were leading the, or they were they were leading the. Uh, the, the NCAA and interceptions for a solid like three weeks and then just no more picks. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why but I just know we couldn't get any pressure, couldn't stop the run and too many big plays. This is a combination of all those things will turn out to be bad defense. Yeah, and, and at some point, you know, during the season, teams are gonna start seeing what you're doing well and stop that. Mm -hmm. So adjustments, you know, it's a game of adjustments. Make adjustments. And as long as I always appreciate coaches too. I mean, if you just keep everyone's confidence up in what we're doing, we'll figure out how to make some plays within, you know, the scheme, right? And and the adjustments, 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 and keep keep the boys confidence. Right? Right. Just I let think, them keep let them keep playing. I think we started uh we started, you know, sitting different players, starting different DBs, moving guys around, like Towards after we fell off with the interception, I just seen like a bunch of new corners in there, a bunch of you know different players and uh, the guys that I thought were doing good at first. You know, I got taken out for some reason. I had the picks, but then you put the other guys in. You know, I think it was some injury. I don't know the details about everything that went on, but we made we started making a lot of adjustments as far as play time, and I know that also affects you know the confidence of, of the players, especially DBs getting in and out because of performance, whatever the case may be. I like to stay in there and like fill it out, you know, and, and get more comfortable as the game go on. And then by that time, I always felt like I got better towards the end of the season or I always grew better and better as the season go on, you know. So like beginning the game, I'll be at one level. And by the end of the season, I'm a all right. pro. So, yeah, right. <clears throat> right. 
Right, right. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's hard. Not, well, yeah, I'm sure it's like a little tougher to play knowing someone's like, you know, they're having to watch your back a little bit, right? With, with getting moved around and whatnot. Well, yeah, yeah, it gets, it just is all in how you look at it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go out there and make some mistakes. And, you know, one of the things is, is, hey, just go play. You have to have some level of effort in you you know, as a baller <laughs> to just say, it is what it is. Right. There's always going to be somebody they're trying to replace me with. Right. You know. I make a place on the field and I mess up. I'll be like, man, I don't care. Next play. Like, so <laughs> right. what's next? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so. That's how I deal with it. Yeah. Now, before uh, so before the show, we uh, we were talking, uh, Shaq and I were talking about the recruiting class. Now, um, we're last in the Pac-12. Like, I don't even have to go look at the ranking nationally. It doesn't even really matter. Like, in the Pac-12, we're last. Um, and, you know, looking at the at the list here, and I can pop it up here for our viewers. And if you're on, on audio, we apologize. We'll say we'll call them out as much as we can. But, um, you know, we have a lot of three-star guys, a lot of Arizona guys, a lot of, uh, uh, you know. I mean, he's picking them out from everywhere, but a lot of Arizona, <clears throat> excuse me, Arizona guys on here. Um, as far as recruiting goes, Anson, what do you think, like, why do you think it's so hard to get like high level recruits to 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 play for someone? Well, first, what what, what star were you, uh, Antoine? Yeah, I was a three star. Okay, me too. There you go. Yeah, I was a three star. Um, you know, it's tough to get recruits too when you're not in the national spotlight every year. Um, I mean, you see where you see where you see where recruits go. I mean, they go to where teams are winning. And there's a lot of parity now with, you know, players going to just not big school or the, you know, smaller schools too and putting them on the map. It may be a recruiting philosophy that differs, that needs to change in how you can get a a, a, a five-star, four-star, whatever. Maybe this is who they wanted. I, you know, I don't know. But to get some splash players – there's some things that, you know, you have to let them know differently. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how, what the recruiting philosophy is, but yeah. it's always interesting to me because Arizona is a great place to, to go to school. It's warm almost all year round. It's a beautiful campus. The scenery and, you know, the, everything pool, around pool parties. it. Pool parties. It's, it's, a, it's a great time. So it's one of those things where it's like hard, where how can't Arizona recruit and they play top teams. You have Oregon, you have SC, um, you know, Cal. Well, when I was there, Cal, but now you have Utah and, you know, some, you have teams that are throwing the ball that get ranked. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Yeah, I mean, but we so, got to get back. We got to get back. Look, you got to be, you got to be the DC. Let me coach the DBs, and we go get some kids up in there that's ready to ball. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I would love to coach defense at at Arizona. If hey, have a top what, ten defense every year, DBs uh, put them out. What's up? What's what's stop? What's stopping you from pursuing that? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. That's a great question. Um. Well, the biggest reason was is I was coaching my son. He's nine, and he's playing sports. And I looked at the college game, too, and I, I didn't want to be a guy that just moved around. 
I didn't want to be here for two years. Now mm-hmm. we got to, yeah, we have to go to Wyoming for a year, right. then get another job back in Florida. Like I didn't yeah. want to move in around like that. Mm-hmm. So Arizona, if you want a D coordinator that has to, I got to be there through any coach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll recruit. Uh, <laughs> we'll get some DBs. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get some and uh, Southern California guys, Southern California and Texas. We can relate to that. For sure. That's usually, you know, that's that's Arizona. When Arizona's on top, those are where the, the AZ and Cali. players are coming. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, Texas and Cali. Uh, and then AZs. you sprinkle in. Yeah, and then you sprinkle in some Arizona guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, Arizona State now, you know, they have pro coaches. They have. They're doing well with recruiting. They're doing well with recruiting. And, you know, that's tough. So recruiting is 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 huge. Mm-hmm. How, how you recruit the parent, too. You're not just the kid. You have to recruit the parents too. Mm-hmm. When you when you get recruited to to uh, um, to U of A, I know I know. I'm pretty sure Stoops was looking at you when he was in Oklahoma, or I think he, I think maybe he talked to you when he was in Oklahoma. Get tired no. of U of A? No, no. So that story goes. Uh, <laughs> another story for you. So it was interesting. Like I was recruited by uh, Makovic staff first, right? So they weren't too hot either, and I told my counselor at school, I'm not going to Arizona. No, not at all. And she kept me, she kept my head in the game. Uh, her name is Tamara Lumblad. I don't know if that was your counselor, Shaq, over at mm. Los Al. No, I, I'm, but, I don't think know, so. She kept me, she kept me, hey, you know what? Don't X them out. Don't do that. Just, you know, stay with it. So McAvick gets fired. Um, but before that, Mike Stoops, and Bob Stoops came to uh, Southern California, my high school, um, Los Al, where Shaq and I went. We had a kid named Randy Estes. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the best high school football players that I've ever seen, you know. Um, him, he was a safety, played running back, kick return. I mean, wherever you put him, he played. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he and Adrian Peterson that year, they just kept going back and forth. Number one, two player in the nation. However, those rankings work back then. It's totally different than now. But Bob and Mike came to practice in the spring to watch Randy. And, you know, Randy had a sixth period, fifth period class. So he came out to football late, which was fine. It was spring. So we're out there. We're doing one-on-ones. Shaq knows the drill, how we would do it. Coaches would be out there talking to the players. Our mm-hmm. coaches would be talking to the, the colleges. Mm-hmm. And Mike and Bob are saying, oh, Randy looks good today, you know, because we both wore headbands, so we looked similar in how we dressed. Mm-hmm. And long story short, the coach said, hey, look, that's not Randy Estes. There's Randy Estes right there. He was walking out to practice. Mm-hmm. And the stoops said, well, who's that? And it was me. And before then, they didn't recruit me, I guess, because Stoops still won't tell me why. I asked <laughs> That's him, crazy. Before I get to that, the finish of that, I, I asked Coach Stoops, hey, why didn't you recruit me at Oklahoma? And, you know, Stoops, he's just like, oh, uh, 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 there was just something about you. There was just something about you we didn't like. <laughs> like, wait, what didn't you like? I need to know. I want to know. <laughs> so ever since then, that's when I was put on the map with Stoops. So when he got the job, allegedly I was his first call, um, his first recruiting call and said, I want you here. And that was at Arizona. Okay. 
There you go. Man. That worked out pretty good. So. Yeah. It worked out pretty good. Yeah, it worked out pretty good. And Very we took good. my decision over the top was Mark Stoops was at Miami mm-hmm. at the time, and he had coached Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, Mike Rump, Antrell Roll, um, Philip Buchanan. And he had all of those DBs. <laughs> Why not? Mike Stoops had Thorpe Winter and Derek Strait. He coached Terrence Newman. He was a Thorpe winner. Um, he coached Roy Williams. He had, I mean, they just had DBs that just, you could just line them up. Yeah. And I was like, that's where I'm going. Right, I wish we would have, I wish we would have kept Stoops my years, man. I feel like we, I feel like we took a drop and I for sure took a drop when, uh, when we changed coaching staffs and I was going up, you know, you know, those first two years yeah, those, I was AZ with Stoops was my favorite years in college. Those yeah. They're, they're, those, they're really good DB coaches. Like they're the best couple of the best DB coaches I've ever had. Mark Stoops mm-hmm. is, was, was one of the best. They, they gave you like autonomy over your game. Um, yeah, that's the, I think that's one of the most important things for DBs. Cause you, when you get out there and you try to play like robotic and try to do, you know, exactly what a coach says, sometimes it's hard to be comfortable enough to, you know, make plays or execute how you like to. Yeah. He lets you be free. And I think sometimes coaches get, away from that um, because they get enamored with the X's and O's and you're supposed to be here and there. And, you know, instincts is a big part of the game and, you know, how you play. I play different than Shaq. Shaq plays different than me. Shaq has different skills that are better than what I can, you know, he could do something better than I would be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to make that speed turn like Shaq can. Right. So you're going to force me to do that. But I could turn like this. And get there just as fast. <laughs> and they get there just as fast. So it makes a difference to coach DBs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it, I hear what Coach Scott me, you put your feet this far apart and you take one inch step this way. I'm like, come on, man. It might be two inches. It yeah. might be a little yeah, couple more might, inches, you know? If I'm there, I'm there. All right. He didn't catch you, did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? The results. The results. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. So the Stoops coaches would always say, hey, we're going to let you do it. The way you do it, mm-hmm. but if you start fucking up, then you got to start. You have to start hey, listening yeah. to me. Ain't gonna let you have it. Sue's gonna let you have it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you were gonna make man. sure you you got to what you needed to do. All right. Well, Arizona, if y'all needed you know DCs or DB coaches, and y'all can offer you know some assurances here when you're trying to when you're trying to move around every year. Uh, you know, hit my boys up. You want me to fire your contract? Non tradable. Non tradable. No trade clause. That's LeBron. We need that LeBron. <laughs> yeah, clutch sports. Uh, uh, well, I mean, hey, talking about LeBron and other sports, this whole, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic at the moment. No sports and all that. I mean, it's, 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 this has never happened before where, you know, NBA's, you know, suspended for how, who even knows how long. Um, March Madness is canceled, not even postponed, canceled. All these kids didn't get you know the chance to play. Um, NFL's sort of in question right now. They're trying to play like they're gonna start on time, but they don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody really knows. College football don't even know. Um, so in this new world of just, in, just a bunch of uncertainty in so many levels, um, like as an athlete, Anton, what do you think? Like, w- w- if you're you know still playing and and you know college or pro, what what do you think the mindset is right now? My mindset would be is to be in the house and this will give me so much time to study offensive coordinators, study players, get all the film you can get. And I would just 
just continue to watch it and know it and understand it. And that once I get out of this, because of it, I'm would be in the mindset that I'll still get a workout in every day. So I'll still be in some, you know, I'll be in good shape, but now I'm learning the game better. So let's get this film study in. Let's self scout. What did, what didn't I do that well last year? What did I do well last year? Because I'm pretty sure the coaches are doing the same thing. So why wouldn't I, that would be my mindset um, with this time, just because it's what, I can't I can't control not being able to play, but I can control watching this film. Gotcha. I mean, like, that's professional uh, advice right there. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, as far as college kids go, though, like, you know, like I know a couple uh, kids from my, you know, my kids high school that are recruited as different colleges. They just got told like, hey, you know, stop the presses. Hang on a second. Like, you know, for example, U of A had spring stuff going down and they cancel all that. Um, every college did right. So as a college player, like it's you know obviously they don't have the professional mindset yet to study and all that. Like what goes through your mind? What do you think a kid will go, be going through right now with that kind of uh, situation? They're, I'm pretty sure they're just hanging out. But I would yeah. say the same thing that I just said to them. This is a time to start getting a pro mentality mm -hmm. because if you the earlier you start, the better you'll be. I mean, why not? You know, you feel like you don't have that much time between class, study hall, uh, workouts, um, you know, getting here and there, weights, rehab. Now you have time to do that. So I think this is when we'll see the good coaches step up, too, and start saying, hey, Shaq, this film, here's SC, all you know, what, 11 games last year. Here's all 11 Oregon games. Here's the receiver that's the best. Here, Ben, study all of that. Mm -hmm. You should come out of this actually being a better player. I would assume, sure. you know, I would, you know, like, yeah. because now you're understanding the game. You're not just getting out there relying on your athletic ability. Right. Now you're playing the game in your mind, too. That's what So took I my would say the, the same thing to the college kids. Yeah, that's what took my game to the next level, uh, film study, man. Uh, that's one thing that I, I, my first two years, I was just all, you know, out there trying to make a play, doing, you know, my best athletic ability I can. But when it came to uh, those last two years, I really started watching more film and being in position before the, you know, before my body was there, my mind was already there. So it made me react even faster and stuff like that. If I was a, if I was a DB coach, I'd be having like virtual meetings with, with, with these kids, you know, everybody on FaceTime with the screen. Answering questions, asking questions, watching certain things, at least like 30 minutes or something. That would that would help from a coach's perspective. For the young kids, for the younger kids who don't really know how to, you know, watch film or, you know, don't have the focus yeah. of doing it or rather go party dorms or whatever. I would like, you know, try to try to get some kind of structure for watching film and teaching, teaching them how to watch yeah. it. I wonder I wonder how that quarantine is what how is it? Go do, do college kids have to go home or can they stay in the dorms or how is that? So as far as I know, because uh, I got one, at, I got one at ASU. He, uh, um, they're staying at the dorms. They just, you know, they're quarantined in there. But I was just kind of like, dude. Well, yeah, they're quarantining. Okay. They're quarantining. They got to change the door from the outside. These kids are crazy. <laughs> oh, I don't know what we would do in the dorms right now if we couldn't leave. I mean. Going crazy. Ooh, the dorms is a good, is a beautiful place. Right. So there's oh, no, yeah. there's, there's no classes, right? There's no classes. No, it's all online, dude. Online, 
they probably it's party. online. They, they partying it up. No, so I, yeah, I told him I was like, "Hey man, just come home. You're cool. You stay here, safe." And he goes, "I'm good." He goes, "I'm good." My kids gonna come home. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I would try it. His mom calling him. He's just like, "Nah, I'm straight. I'm good. I'm good." Quarantine not that. Quarantine not that bad. Actually, yeah, no, it's not that bad. That's what he's telling you. No, these yeah. kids, man, like these kids are like getting up. They, they might be doing online classes, sort of, and then they hit that Fortnite and come six, seven o'clock at night. Like, hey, who's coming over? Like, right? Come on now. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh, let's end on a more of a fun note here. It's obviously, we're quarantined. Everyone's got to stay home. Um, I probably should have sent to you guys earlier to come up with something. But um, favorite football movie uh, of all time that you would like? You could sit down and just watch immediately. Like, I'll start. Out, I'll start out with mine, dude. Mine. All-time favorite football movie, and there's a bunch, is uh, Any Given Sunday with Jamie Foxx and Al Pacino. I don't know why. I watched that when I was like, yeah, you know, when I'm much younger, and I was like, I don't know. That's what the NFL is like. But this movie is dope. Like I was, I was like, that was one of my. It's probably my favorite football movie of all time. But uh, Shaq, what's yours? Uh, mine, I have to say, off the top of my head, remember the Titans. You know, yeah. uh, Coach Boone coming through, setting the law, then having the team go through like a chemistry building. You know. Uh, process to attack a season yeah, like that. that was huge right how they how they deal with those problems and everything like uh that's one of the movies i appreciate about how football you know brings everybody together and you have a common you know uh goal and uh they were playing some good football too you know i like that movie denzel one of my favorite actors so you know he did a great job yeah. it's hard to pick one i got i have two and it's probably because i was so young when i first started watching like when i saw them so they just sticks but the program and Rudy. Rudy. Okay. Showing your yeah. age over there, my G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm yeah. you guys. Have you guys are, uh, I'm sure you guys have watched Last Chance You, right? It's like three, four yeah. seasons. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I, I've actually just quarantine thing. I'm rewatching all kinds of stuff and stuff and, and, and all that. Um, it's interesting well, to watch like how that works with the JUCO and all that, right? Trying to like you're there, you're trying to play, you're just trying to make it to D1. But like that behind the scenes, I mean, you guys saw with uh, oh man, Jason Brown, I think from uh, um, Independent. See, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched a lot of it. Yeah. I've seen it, but I, I haven't. I'm I'm not really uh, too versed you, with have, what's have, going on. Do you know Eddie? Do you know that guy uh, Ali? I think it's um, he was with the Raiders. Ali, uh, Ron, Ron. Yeah, yeah, oh, Ron, the tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, he's a um, DM. Roland. Roland, so oh, the, yeah, Roland Ali. Yeah, because they cut him right. Yeah, yeah, he's actually on my Toronto team now. We just signed yeah, yeah. this all season. So. I saw it on the Instagram. I saw it on the Instagram, yeah. and I was like, "Okay, hey, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a trip." That'd but be yeah. cool. No, yeah. man, it's, it's cool to see like a, like an outlet for college kids to get. You know, I mean, I don't know there's, there's a combine, there's obviously game tape and all that, but you know, coaches like to know get to know their players. So it's it's kind of a, to me, it's a double edged sword, right? Like you 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 kind of get a pro feel with cameras following you around. So you know, some players will be like, "Oh, I gotta I'm gonna be on my you know P's and Q's. I gotta be good." And some other players, you just you know they they just can't get it together. They don't realize, but it's like a maturity thing, I think. But but yeah, I mean, could you have handled that? You guys handle that at U of A, like in college, getting followed around by guys all the time? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I don't could've. know. We were we were we were having a good time. I'm I'm glad <laughs> the cameras weren't around <laughs> when <laughs> when we were there. Oh man, I had a I had a coach in the pros tell us a story too. Um, but I, I I gotta say that one from off air, but gotcha. it was it was it was a it was a hilarious story from gotcha. when he played. He was like, You guys have all these cameras and phones, you can't have fun anymore. 
<laughs> He's not wrong, probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, we. I guess we we aren't having fun. Right. You gotta watch out for what everybody's gonna say about it. Yeah. There you I don't. Go. Yeah, I don't know if we would have been able to have the cameras around. When I was in college and before Oops. college, they were doing they were doing what was that ESPN show? They I think they started off with Arkansas. Um, oh, uh, and they did do a season with Arizona, but it was John Makovic. It was right before I got there. Mm-hmm. It was called the season. No, it I was remember. on ESPN. Oh yeah, damn man. Yeah, that was a long time before ago. Me, before me, before me. Before me. <laughs> ESPN was doing shows. They were doing. They were just doing it. It was during training camp with yeah. colleges. Oh okay. Yeah. I think they started off with Arkansas. I believe it was Arkansas. Hmm. Stoops anyway, let people let them let them have it. Oh man, it was it's insane. <laughs> I love Stoops' energy, man. Energy crazy, and it's genuine energy, you know. It is. It is. Dude, I, I'm just, you know, obviously speaking to someone that was sitting the, behind you in the student section drunk as hell. Um, that dude just get so angry, his face would go super red. Like, he'd go from white, yeah, and he just goes tomato. So, like, if you're watching yeah. side, like, you didn't even have to see him scream at anybody. If you saw Mike run to a group and then come back and he's fully red, you're like, oh, okay, someone got cussed out. Right. That dude was so passionate about football, <laughs> man. That's real. what you got to love. Like, definitely. It, 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 it was all like for the betterment too of you i mean he all would say genuine. some wild stuff it's all, but it's all yeah. genuine like you can tell he was he, some, coming from a solid place yeah he would say some wild stuff now you know and a <laughs> lot of people a lot of the, the team not a lot of the team but there are of course some players that didn't like him because you know he was in your ass you know like he wasn't gonna <laughs> let you slide let you, you know it. but it was like genuine like football he was on you yeah, I'm as a student reporter. I got into some of those press conferences. You're just sitting there waiting. It's like, hey, you know, is he gonna is he gonna blow up this time or not? Once in a while, right. he'd give you one though. Once in a while, he'd give you one. Oh but yeah, he, ooh, that was like a, a a small fraction of what the players got. I'm like, ooh. yeah, very small. Right. Anyway, right. Antoine, you got anything going on? Anything big? Anything? Any projects coming up? No, man. I'm just um, I'm a part of a few uh, organizations. Like I'm on the board of an organization here in Long Beach called Why'd You Stop Me. So it's the, the, the object, the goal is to bridge the gap between the police and the community. Um, and there's a, a Long Beach police sergeant who started it and he has a different way of training officers and bringing in the community so that everyone can communicate a lot better so that a lot of the violence stops. I coach uh, 707 teams. Yeah, it's huge. It's good. We brought in just one quick thing on that. We brought in, you know, four of our five Long Beach high schools. They did the police academy from eight to five all day, got to ask questions, say their feelings, police. It's just, it was a good interaction. Mm-hmm. And you had a, a group of kids now that, you know, Probably were enlightened. Sad. And you have, you know, the, you know, some officers and police, the staff that were enlightened about, you know, how these communities are thinking at this age and we all know it's still going to be bad cops it's still going to be bad people so things are still going to happen but at least in my community i'm trying to bridge the gap and start there um i coach seven on seven teams down in orange county Uh, i coach my son's baseball football teams um you're just getting ready getting ready for that (laughs) you know yeah getting ready you know i gotta I have to start somewhere. I have to refine my skills. If I can teach it to an eight, nine-year-old, then I know I can teach it to you. 
For real. So getting it getting it down at the at the at the lowest of levels, mm-hmm. then refining that, we got it. There you go. Man, I'm just uh quarantine really is uh really trying to see how this um CFL season gonna go. Mm-hmm. They closed all public events till June 20th. I think that was our first home game. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm still trying to carve out my way, playing playing, playing football, doing these podcasts with you, talking Arizona football. You know, I, I would like to coach at Arizona one day too. So if they hire my man, maybe I can get GA job, DB something. Yeah, how long? You know, <laughs> maybe I get a little something, but uh, you know, just still out here balling. You know, trying to do my thing. All right, now uh, congratulations to that too. Thank you, thank you. Just signed a new not contract. Easy to keep, it's not easy to keep playing like that. That's yeah. that's love that. Thank you. You got a new two-year contract, so it's uh, it's looking good. They treat me well. I'm good. All right, keep on going, man. All right, Antoine. Any uh, social media stuff you want to throw out there? My name, Antoine Kaysen. I'm not too big on it, but. I need mm. to start. I need to start. <laughs> but yeah. Hey. yeah inst- I'm on Instagram mostly, Antoine Kaysen. I just joined TikTok. My son wants to start doing that. Hey. But Bro. you oh, might, you, you, no. <laughs> hey. you're not, uh, you're not going to catch me dancing yeah. hold on, hold and stuff on. like that. But <laughs> I, I, and that's, that's all I hear too. It's the same song, the same dance. Over and over again. It's like marketing now. Oh. But once you get once you get a TikTok and you like you can even mm-hmm. sponsor somebody to make a make a you know make your song viral, you know that that'll run up the, the streams. Yeah, so we'll see how that is. But um, I, dude, my, my my youngest, my thirteen year old, she comes up like, "Hey, you want to do TikTok with me?" I'm like, "Nah." She's like, "Yeah, use this and that and that." I'm like, "No, nah, what is this?" Like, I know the keep it shuffle. You want? The, I'll give you that all day. But I'm like, what is day. this? <laughs> it's that Drake. Yeah. Drake just Drake just dropped a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta learn yeah. that one. Yeah, so, you see, see, we got we have to be content creators now in this time mm-hmm. of quarantine and mm-hmm. sit down and meditate and figure it out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there you go. All right, Shaq, your social media, throw it out there, man. Uh, Dr. Four Rich on Twitter, Dr. Four Unruly on IG. I know what it is. All right, that's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Please remember to subscribe to this show on your favorite podcast outlet and now YouTube. And make sure you follow uh, everybody on here and myself at ELaw32. It's ELaw32. Thank you for believing. We'll see you guys next time. Go Wildcats. Yeah, bear now. Bear now. That's how we do it. Right there. Okay. <laughs> Wildcats. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.